You're listening to the Fedville 411 podcast produced by the city of Fedville, where you will get information about city government and programs and services that we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into various departments and how we keep our city moving. I'm Devin Smith, and I'm joined by... I'm Sherry Kropp, and thanks for joining us for the Fedville 411. With warm temperatures and the awful pollen in the air, I think we can say that spring is maybe not officially here, but it's here. Um, and that means it's time for one of the biggest festivals in our area, one of my favorites, uh, and that is the Fayetteville Dogwood Festival. And we've invited Sarah Grace Mitchell. Um, she's the executive director of the Dogwood Festival. She's going to give us all the details about the upcoming event. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I can't imagine that the people that live here have never been to the Dogwood Festival, but for those few that may not know about the Dogwood Festival, give us a little bit of background history. Of course, so the Fayetteville Dogwood Festival was started in 1982 by a group of um, individuals in Fayetteville who wanted to have a community event. And over the years, it started in downtown Fayetteville, and when they brought, they built Festival Park roughly around 2007, 2008, I remember there hearing that there was some issues with building the the park and the stage. Um, that was the same year they had Hootie and the Bluefish. Oh, yeah. But it has transitioned over to Festival Park where we brought in national headliners. And also we program all of downtown Fayetteville with um, over 100, 150 vendors and other attractions. So this is the 41st? It is 41st. Long time. Yeah, absolutely. I actually remember going to the Dogwood Festival as a child. Um, it, it's been a staple in our family while, since I've been growing up here. Um, tell us about the dates for this year's festival and, and kind of what the festival footprint as far as what, what does this, this area is going to look like um, as the festival starts to take shape. Absolutely. So we're starting on Thursday, April 27th with Cork and Fork, our premier food and wine event. This was started roughly in 2018 and, of course, took a break during COVID. But we have brought it back and we had a very successful event where people are able to visit multiple chefs, uh, restaurants from the Fayetteville area. They're able to showcase their dishes and also have a beverage, um, nice cold adult beverage, along with the snacks that they are tasting. This is a, an excellent two-hour event where you're able to engage with different partners of the festival and just celebrate the Dogwood Festival in a more casual environment. Absolutely. And then how long does, how long does the, the festival run? So then we start on Friday, April 28th in Festival Park. Specifically, we, we will have the Midway in Linear Park. We'll have the Kid Zone um, in Festival Park, and then we'll open up to select sponsors as well as food vendors and live entertainment in Festival Park featuring Ashlyn Craft and David Nell. We're also having TJ Johnson and his trio, TJ One, Battle of the Bands back in October. And so we've, we have given him the bragging rights to open up for Ashlyn Craft. Yep. Then on Saturday, we're expanding into downtown Fayetteville. We've got a lot going on. This year, we've actually um, programmed more vendors into the footprint. Historically, we've been able to fit about 120, 130. We've expanded to 180 this year. Um, right now, I can't tell you where all of them are, are going to go, but they're going to fit in downtown Fayetteville for everybody to see. We're going to have the King BMX Bike Show. We're going to have the performance area um, staffed by Shadows of Fire, the belly dancing troupe that's local to Fayetteville. 
we're going to have an Axe Thurwain mobile trailer by at the Hatchet House. We are going to have a climbing wall by the climbing place and the downtown DJ. So there's a lot going on all throughout the weekend, and then we're going to add on the car, motorcycle, and truck show on Sunday. There is something for everybody there. Uh, there, from, there from truly kids is. all the way up to my grandpa, you know, yep. with, the, with the car shows. Yep. And what impresses me about the Fayetteville Dogwood Festival is it's a large footprint, but you don't realize how large it is. Like every time I tried walking from Festival Park to even get to the Market House last year, I just, I couldn't make it. I would get to the intersection to Ray Avenue and Hay, and I'd have to come back to the Festival Park just to help out and lend a hand. But you just really realize how big the festival is um, when you're working it. And so do you have the um, arts and crafts vendors down um, Ray Avenue and down Hay Street as well, or are they just, Mm -hmm. okay? The vendors will run from the 100 block to the 400 block of Hay Street, as well as Ray Avenue. And you talked about some of the um, the music headliners. Um, we also have a lot of local talent that are going to be performing during the festival. Is that right? Right. Right. My favorite is the Throwback Collaboration Band. They'll play on Sunday. I think um, one of the, well, a former city employee, Adolph, is in that band, and, and he does a great job with that. Um, where can people get information about all of the scheduled events that are going to take place? We will post a schedule of events in multiple publications. We have the Dogwood Edition coming out in the Fayetteville Observer Weekender, the weekend before the festival, as well as the Dogwood Edition with the Up and Coming Weekly. That's print materials. We also have the schedule of events, and we are updating it as we go along on the Dogwood Festival website. That's at thedogwoodfestival.com. We are also updating the public through our social media platforms at the Dogwood Fest Mm -hmm. on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So check out that Facebook page mm-hmm. for all the details. Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit more about what goes on to actually plan such a big event? And it's well anticipated every year. So how do you just go through that process to make sure that it gets bigger and better? Absolutely. So um, another uh, well-loved city employee, Jim Rutherford, he used to be on the board a few years back. Whenever I came on in two thousand. 21, he shared his master spreadsheet with me of what his encounter was as a board member. And from that, I've been able to craft his, his ideas of what need to be done with the festival, with, along with what I have identified what's important to the festival. And then we kind of expand the creativity side from there. Mm-hmm. And, and mostly the, the creativity comes from the anchored attractions. So say this year, we looked into expanding the footprint to a different um, style of entertainment last year we were very or i i think we were very um pay to play heavy and as a free festival we should not um we should focus on those attractions that are free to play with we've got the midway and we've got the kids zone but this year the climbing place with the climbing wall is a free attraction for anyone to climb nice so you can yeah. climb at however many times you want same thing with the axe throwing trailer you can throw however many axes you want as long as you don't throw your back out um, <laughs> But these these are free-to-play events, and I think that's very important for the Fayetteville Dogwood Festival is to tap into having and providing those opportunities for the public to come out and not have to worry about spending money right. and yeah. having a good time. Now, I'd love to see some some more shows. We did look at, look at a specific show um, that focused on, like, luau animals, but unfortunately we weren't able to get them this year. 
but we've, we've got a few ideas in the works that that type of stuff takes time to solidify Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. sometimes you don't get it in the timeline that you're working because we work um after the Fayetteville Dogwood Festival in April we'll roll on to Fayetteville after five have Dogwood Fall Festival in the fall time and we also have a pageant if you didn't know um that is part of our programming as well so we're very active throughout the year Mm -hmm. it's just making sure that we're hitting those deadlines while hitting our other deadlines with our events. Right. A lot of planning that's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So how how can someone get involved? If they're a vendor um, and, and they're like, gosh, I would really love to be a part of the Dogwood Festival, how do they get involved with that so that they can get ahead of the curve and actually, um, you know, take take part in such a great event? Vendor vendor applications normally open up in November of the previous year of the Dogwood Festival and run until the second Monday or the first Monday of February. So those applications do close fairly early um, because it takes about a month to sort through those applications and make sure that we're seeing everyone and um, putting them into consideration. But there are other opportunities to get involved, such as volunteering and sponsoring. Volunteers are a crucial part of our event and it it's truly an event that you can come out to and have fun volunteering while working and meeting new people and getting to see features of the festival you wouldn't typically see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know that the, it's a collaborative effort. There's there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes, and, and the city of Fayetteville um, participates, uh, you know, by blocking off the streets uh, with our traffic division and um, solid waste with the trash receptacles and things like that. So it is a collaborative effort um, working together to make sure that every festival is successful. Absolutely. It truly takes a team from the board of directors, which we have about 15 board of directors on our team right now. We have myself, I'm full-time staff, and then we have one part-time staff all working together along with the city of Fayetteville, and it is a very valued partnership, especially solid waste. Um, that is that is a big part of our festival. You would not imagine how much trash the city goes through at a large oh, event. Oh, yes, and they do such a great job cleaning it up because the festival ends on that Sunday, and by Monday when I come into work, it looks like nothing even took place over the weekend. When we had Dogwood Fall Festival back in October, the trash um, was <laughs> insane. And I drove through at 9 a.m. the following morning, and it was it just vanished. Yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. So we only have just a couple of minutes left. Um, so before we go, I also want to talk about the Fayetteville After Five events, which Dogwood also coordinates. So talk about that real quick. We've got three concerts this summer, June 9th. We have On the Border, the Ultimate Eagles Tribute Band. I love them. Yep, they are a tradition of the Fayetteville Dogwood Festival. In July, we're having 87 and Pine. That's July 14th, along with Kindred. Kindred is um, a special part that I'd like to bring to the festival because um, we always love our past friendships and looking back on our hometowns, the the duo that's actually going to perform opening up for 87 and Pine is actually from Columbus County, which is where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So that that's incredible to be able to see other people that um, are from where I am mm-hmm. be up and coming and participating in the same um, arena that I am. We'll also have Jim Quick and the Coastline on August 11th. And the Simple Tones will open up for Jim Quick and the Coastline. And that is the second Friday of each month, right? Yep. And what time do, does it kick off? Five o'clock. 
Five o'clock with entertainment starting at six. In Festival Park. In Festival Park. Awesome. One thing I didn't want to skip over while we while we, uh, you know, have a few few moments. How does someone sign up to volunteer, and is there still time? That's an excellent question. There's always plenty of time to become a volunteer. (laughs) TheDogwoodFestival.com. Visit the to be to get involved tab, become a volunteer, and fill out the volunteer application. There's multiple opportunities from working at the festival information tent to concession stand to working in the dining tent and also slinging beer. Um, That's one of our um, favorite phrases and favorite things to do is we go through so much beer during the festival and we need all hands on deck to help us. And that's volunteer opportunities for Fayetteville After Five as well, correct? Fayetteville After Five is not open yet, Uh but we'll open something up closer to the date. Okay, so throw those dates out one more time. June 9th. July 14th and August 11th. And for the Dogwood Festival? The Dogwood Festival starts with Cork and Fork on April 27th, and then we're in Festival Park April 28th, and we expand into downtown Fayetteville the 29th and 30th. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Fayetteville 411. The Fayetteville 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fayetteville, as we provide timely and informative updates on a variety of topics related to the city of Fayetteville. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fayetteville, available on your favorite podcast streaming platforms. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fayetteville has to offer by downloading the Fayette TV streaming app, available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can view all of our video content by visiting fayetteTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at fayettevillenc.gov. Thanks for joining us.